The opinions stated in this podcast do not reflect the opinions of the Alestal as a whole. Welcome back to Alestal After Hours. Um, I'm Dylan Hembro, the editor-in-chief, the current one. Um, I've usurped the throne of the podcast producer, um, even though I hired her. Anyway, so we have two very special guests on with us. Uh, about you introduce yourselves i am carrie williams and i was an editor-in-chief for the like calendar year of uh 2011 i am mitch yee and i was editor-in-chief for the calendar year of 2012 immediately following carrie so i think now which really sucks because this is only audio so you guys aren't going to see the epic well it's not even a duel to three-way shoot off that we're going to have to see <laughs> oh, yeah, who's they, who's who's the real eic there can only be one <laughs> yeah you know, not like 70. I've been doing my research. I've read a Lustral articles from the 60s. That's wild. It's, yeah. They tried to change the name to Spectator, and I'm really glad that that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, Would be a little easier to explain yeah, the meaning of it. But a is so much cooler. Like, we go it to is. the conventions, and we see, like, you know, the blank Times, the blank Herald, the Daily Egyptian's cool. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many just, like, generic-sounding newspaper names. Yeah. And I'm like, the Alestal, that's us. Yeah, it's certainly a unique name, um, yeah. and when you explain it to people, everybody's like, oh, and it's like, yeah, it's it's been there the whole time. Yep. Yeah. So, which of you started here first? Uh, Carrie. Me. Yeah, so I started at the Alessal in uh, fall of 2009, where I was standing in the, uh, the Starbucks, uh, the line at Starbucks, when I got a call from the editor-in-chief at the time for an interview, and it ended up getting hired and was a um, reporter for like two semesters, I think, then moved my way up to opinion editor and then editor-in-chief. Okay. And what about you? Um, I started as a photographer in fall 2010, uh, was swiftly promoted to <laughs> photo editor uh, after um, the last photo editor was uh, removed um, in d- December 2010. That was 2011. That was, that was your left. year. And yeah. um, I became editor I didn't want to be editor-in-chief I'm not gonna lie uh like (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to do it um uh but I interviewed and like I I did it I guess learned a lot that's uh um were either of you going into journalism or a journalism adjacent field at the time yes (laughs) (laughs) okay I was a I was an English major. Um, with okay, a, I got you beat. With a minor, not to one up you. I'm a pharmacy major. <laughs> All right. I have I have nothing to do with journalism other than I saw the Alestal at my new student orientation. Um, it'd be a little over a year ago now, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I like writing. So I was a reporter for a year, and then half our staff graduated, and now I'm editor in chief. So yeah, that's, that's how it happens. Yeah. The one downside to a college paper is when you get a bunch of people. Fr- Coming in at this at one time, yeah, the mass exodus, and you just feel like nothing's but gonna. Like, gonna as a pan pharmacy out, major, you're gonna be here for like a yeah. minute. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, so, and like I'm a sophomore right now too, so I'm probably gonna be the longest serving. Um, oh yeah, for sure. There's always gotta be one. Yeah, I think the longest serving before me was Megan McClure. Um, she was before like, my time. Maybe like a year before us. Okay. So we like know people who knew her. Okay. But never yeah. actually met her. Okay. She was there for two years, I think. And I think the only other person who'd been here for two years was back in the 60s. Oh, so, wow. yeah, it's uh, it's not often. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the really fun part, I had this realization. And um, so the staff that I started with when I was a freshman, 
none of them are going to be here by the time I graduate. That tracks. Five years from now. And that's kind of sad because I really like our staff right now. Um, but, you know, we have we have younger ones that are that are coming in. Um, we've had to rebuild our staff quite a bit. And it's it's been a task. But, you know, I think we're making a pretty quality paper. Yeah. Once you get a good like editorial staff and like reporters, you can trust to reliably like put out stuff yeah. and do the work. It it builds a nice sense of um, camaraderie. Mm-hmm. yeah just nice nice little community i feel like it's a really unique uh college it experience um like i would not have been nearly as involved on anything on campus if i wasn't going out to cover things like for I, sure there yeah. was like a i went to a drag show i went to a magic show i went to um like a i saw pre- a lot uh, of comedians yeah a lot of comedians uh bob saget free movies <laughs> there is a um a, a protest today a pro-palestine protest and um, they ended up inadvertently kicking out one of the pastors that was oh that was gosh. preaching. I mean, he I think he voluntarily left and like gave them the space, which was nice. So uh, let's talk about the paper of 2011 and 2012. Um, first off, one of you mentioned the riot issue. I'm very curious about that. Uh, yeah. Um, so there was just a lot of stuff happening the week prior to this issue coming out. Um, there was uh, a volleyball game for one, and this seems unrelated, but I was shooting that volleyball game. I wanted to offload the photos from my camera, and I rushed back to the um, Lustal office when it was upstairs in the muck, and as I was passing through, I saw um, a step show, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. I'll just shoot some pictures of the step show, and then it quickly devolved into a fight, and there were, like, hands thrown everywhere and um, around people's necks. And I'm like, oh, snap. Um, so I, <laughs> Literally. I took several, yeah. several photos, poorly exposed yeah. because it was previously, like, um, I had it set for, like, the VAD pad. Yeah, uh, I was like, dang, I there's a fight in the muck, and I don't know what to do. And they're like, put it up on Flickr. So, like, I, I edit them to the best of my ability. They look like garbage. <laughs> um and we decide that we're going to put that on the um, front page as a standalone. Um, same week. I would say, uh, just for the context of the reason it was a standalone, it was like it was an isolated incident. It got under control relatively quickly, from yeah. what I remember. So it was essentially picture of what happened, statement from the police, just kind of explain, essentially like a glorified, glorified uh, police report, police blotter okay. item, I guess. Yeah, is like for lack of a better term. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, same same week, um, power went out at um, SIU, uh, SIUC Carbondale. Carbondale. Yeah. Um, the power went out, and uh, the managing editor at the time, AJ, was like, "You guys want to go?" <laughs> so, All the way to Carbondale. So we get yeah. in a car to scoop Daily Egyptian, like they would care or something. Um, <laughs> it was a conversation. Like we talked. Like our my managing editor and I were talking. Like like we were talking. Um, our uh, Jill was involved. I think. Yeah, the she writer's was our coach. Writer's coach at the time. Um, and then Tammy got involved, and it was. There was like, do you want to go? Do you want to go? So we just all like jumped in a car, the three of us. A lustful field trip. And carpooled down to down Drove to Carbondale so fast. Um, just sped to Carbondale, and we get there, and like the power's still out, except for at this one Denny's. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like writing up, like, yeah, transcribing interviews and just like writing some... up news briefs and stuff like that from the Denny's while we're like scarfing down food before we get back on the road. It really wow. wasn't as rowdy as it sounded initially, like on Twitter. Um, yeah, things had definitely 
calmed down quite a bit by the there time we like got there. There was like people claiming that like car windows are getting smashed and stuff, and it was like, eh, it was fine. We wrote up a thing. Yeah. Um, and the the visual accompanying that was a an ugly cutout of a lamp post. Um, <laughs> by in, yours truly. <laughs> in theory. You were a photo editor, right? Yeah, I <laughs> didn't know how to use the pen tool yet. Um, oh, okay. I figured it out it's fine. I was using a brush. It was real dumb. Yeah, like it was visually appealing. Like in, like the concept worked out really well. I just execution was real bad. Yeah, um, not bad. It was just we were learning. It got worse. Um, and then in lifestyles, we had like a nice little feature about like a, a dance show that happened. Um, so there's a cutout teaser for that at the top of this this front page. It's like, oh, what a great front page. There's a nice graph about something really, I don't like, know, administrative. Enrol- it was like enrollment numbers. Rates or sure, I, yeah. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Um, what, I, so what people's eyes are drawn to? Absolutely. Yeah, so it was just like a colorful graphic. Yeah. So like, look at the graphic. Don't read the article. Um, <laughs> uh, the day that went out, um, someone came in real mad about like, where do you get your pictures because they were saying it was misconstrued and um, and that we were perpetuating, we were perpetuating stereotypes. stereotypes of oh. black men and i'm like okay <laughs> so we had to have a meeting with um administration oh um, wow uh it, it was not seen that way from our editorial staff and uh who all was in that meeting it was um it was you me aj tammy, tammy uh noby um it was someone from a SOAR. I don't know if that's still an organization on campus. And then Howard Ramsey, I'm sorry. Dr. Ramsey, yes. I believe he was the department chair for Black Studies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we have this meeting, and um, it sure looks away. Um, and I, of course, was shooting in burst mode. So I have the frames before the picture that was published and the frames after the picture that was published. And I brought them with me as evidence where it's like, this isn't what's happening. So you can't judge a whole lot from a still photo unless you have context. Hopefully uh, a standalone would tell enough of a story um, that you don't need too much. But sometimes um, you pick the one that is exposed the best versus the one that tells the biggest story. And um, that's when you like, you mess up, you learn, you do better. Um. Uh. Yeah. They they tried to tell us like this looks like a stroll, like you know the nice little friendly walk out before a step show. Um. And I, I don't know how old was I like twenty something. Um, yeah, early twenties. And I'm just like, if I may, because yep. I'm very polite. Sure. Trying to be as <laughs> trying to be as professional like, as we can when yeah. we feel like our like journalistic integrity is being is being attacked Um, and i'm just like this was no stroll and i i provide the photos and dr ramsley's like i would have liked to see one of these in the paper because that is a lot where it's clearly people putting hands on each other in a way that is not friendly um and it was just a really weird chewing out and i feel like if i knew what i know now 10 years ago it probably would have gone a little less uncomfortably it's there's been a huge shift in i'll say this was all um obviously pre-george floyd pre uh michael brown it was before there were any like huge movements and i 
I don't know the best way to say yeah, it. Yeah, like, no, we were just it, not... And it, we were that was not something, it was not something we were thinking about. There's yeah. implicit yeah. bias at play. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I fully understand that now how it looks, mm-hmm. um, where it's like, oh, that looks um, suggestive, um, and this looks biased, and um, we put it with, like, a violent article. And, like, well, those three elements were considered separately. Um, it, I think it's really important to consider elements and how they work together it was just a very uncomfortable situation yeah yeah i would say like from the like the we were just looking at it visually how mm-hmm. everything looked together on the page not what do these the connotations of individual it. Yeah. elements say as a single visual to someone who doesn't understand the thought process and the editorial decisions that went into yeah it's easy to forget that not everybody else is privy to what exactly. is happening in the newsroom mm-hmm. i think it was especially funny to me because um on uh on paper my name does not look ethnic um at the time time. um i i did get asked where i was from and i was like oof um california uh so it's it was a lot that i learned from that situation Mm -hmm. um and I, i feel like uh i'm a better person for it now but it's still a really funny story to pull out almost as funny as haha i got the worst promotion ever so yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did not get the worst promotion no, ever. I, um, no. That would be Mitch yeah. as well. <laughs> they have much better oh. stories than I do at yeah, the moment. Like a lot of stuff just <laughs> happened at me. Yeah, that's true. That's usually how it goes, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, and I feel like this also, that story is a good example of, um, for everybody out there that has ever been miffed by a student publication, we are students. And while we do like to be treated with the respect that adults deserve, we are also learning. Because we are all, you know, in our early 20s, or I was 19 last year, actually, up until a month ago. Um, so, does that make you feel old? It's fine. <laughs> I wanted to say so badly, when Carrie said, yeah, I was hired on in fall of 2009, I was six. I'm going to leave now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What would have been really funny is if I got an EIC from before I was born. Um, that would have been Yeah, yeah, that'd been icing great. on the cake, but I digress. Yeah, there was recently, probably about a month ago at this point, um, we had um, an article or an issue on the front page was coverage of a union protest at the Board of Trustees meeting um, in East St. Louis. And for context, the unions have been, a lot of the unions around the muck especially have been without a contract for over 400 days. Okay. Um, so they're there um, asking for, you know, a contract. Um a wide variety of things that you can read on the alestalive.com website. Um, <laughs> nice plug. Yeah. And um, one of the one of the, the quotes we used in the headline was one that was repeated throughout the whole thing by, I believe, the vice president of um, the AFSCME union, Amy Bodenstab. She said, is it incompetence or is it corruption? So we use that at the very top of the page. Um, below that was an advising story that had uh, a few a few sources. Um, there's an advisor, a faculty member, a student who had a bad experience with advising. So we published this, and we were like, we really don't think admin is going to like this. Um, never heard anything about the top story. The advising story, though, I was personally chewed out um, at the front office of the Alestal by an advisor, and she wrote the article with her. I'm not going to name who she was, but um, she wrote the article with her, and she was telling me, she was like, you know, there's power in the press. And I was just, I smiled and nodded. And I'm like, I, I know. 
a lot of people too um they got on their high horse about like well this is bad journalism and you ask like what do you think good journalism is then Mm -hmm. it's not a mouthpiece for anybody exactly it's a mouthpiece for what's happening Mm -hmm. and that's it like yeah i think that's one of the biggest things that gets like misconstrued not misconstrued but that um administrations feel like student newspapers whether they're um, like independent or part of a communications or journalism program they feel like they should be the mouthpiece for the university and basically act as their like their pr machine it's like that's not what we've got a pr department yeah exactly that's not what we do that's not why we're here we're not learning pr if we were doing that you would be doing an internship with the (laughs) the communications team or something like that but like yeah we're not the ones saying the university has no comment on this (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. There was another piece from a little bit before that. It was an opinion on sculpture program around campus, but we had an opinion on, you know, respect for student art around campus and the, I forget his position, but he called us and talked to me and Chloe and Bruce, our managing editor and opinion editor, and um, he was like, this article is bad journalism. It's crap. The whole thing is crap. And yeah, and I was like, respectfully, sir, it was an opinion. Um, and, you know, we didn't say, like, there was a part where, um, our illustrator who wrote it used, like, you know, if SIUE had a Frida Kahlo painting in its possession, they wouldn't tear it down just because it's, like, you know, it's, it's famous or whatever. Yeah. And the person who called us said that that was, um, that was understood as SIUE is going around capriciously destroying art. But, yeah, it was just... It was odd. Um, that was probably my first big thing as EIC, and I've been EIC since May. Um, That's so, a lot. I'm yeah, it yeah. is a lot. That's a lot for like, what? Not even a year. Yeah, like. I've got five years left too. Good luck. I, <laughs> yeah. No, I I did. I had a lot of like little garbage in my EIC mm-hmm. ship, um, uh, where I didn't respond appropriately. But that's on me, and um, I don't know. Oh, one of them was not during my EIC shift. It was it was my last, my second to last last semester, because um, I had like three last semesters. It's fine. So what happens when you're just not finishing a class? Because um, you're putting all of your heart and soul into the list. <laughs> I get that. I feel like yeah. these last few go weeks, especially, class. I've been living and breathing the elastol. Yeah, you yeah. live and breathe the elastol, but you should go to class because yes. uh, you'll drop out and not come back, uh, except to be on a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> And design PowerPoints. Um, That's oddly specific. A little bit. Like I, uh, <laughs> I, I want to. I like. There's an issue that I want to like locate all of them and destroy them. So if you could tell me where the morgue is, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I actually don't know where the morgue is. I've never been to it. Oh my god. I know we have a filing cabinet that goes. It did go back to 2019, and I think it's That's got. That's not the morgue. That's not clean the out, morgue. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's somewhere even... in the basement. Yeah so ominous for people who don't know what the morgue means yeah um, should we explain that or should we just leave that up to viewer interpretation the morgue is where all of the old issues live like old old like decades old yeah. like back um, to the not probably not quite the beginning but probably pretty, pretty near far. the beginning of the paper i've gone through a lot of the microfilm reels i lovejoy library has been has come in clutch for me they have gotten me microfilm reels of the last all the way back to 1972 that's amazing yeah um that's cool so i it was a little personal hobby that i wanted to go back and make a list of every editor-in-chief ever Mm -hmm. um and so i've got from 1972 to now pretty pretty down but it's the 60s that are really because that was a rough time they're all missing the 60s too yeah so (laughs) 
That took me a second. Um, <laughs> it's been a long day. Today's production. Today's Wednesday. Hannah's going to have so much work to do. Because this is coming out this on is Friday. Ridiculous. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I could not have ever imagined recording a podcast after finishing production. Oh, yeah. That no, because we were finishing at like 11 o'clock or midnight. I guess that's I'm, another thing I wanted to talk about. Listen, I, <laughs> I'm just curious, like, because um, like our last our last administration, they finished after deadline, but it wasn't like I think probably 10 or 11. Well, well think, actually, that's mm. well, I will say so um, not my tenure. I think it stopped right before I started, but it was sort of been the editor. I'm pretty sure it was the editor in chief before me. Um, he would have to literally take discs and run, like, go to oh. the intelligencer okay. and like hand them to Ed, the guy that we, <laughs> the printer that we worked with mm. at the intelligencer. Um, and then like, my tenure, it like switched over to where we were like, we using got FTP. FTP and just, okay. like that was, we didn't really have too many issues with it, but I feel like it was more of a learning curve on the side of the intelligencer. So you I think- deadline a lot less than I did. I I can I very consistently uh, miss yeah. deadline, <laughs> like aggressively miss deadline. Like could hear the squirrels that live in the roof of the mop <laughs> past deadline because it's dead quiet and you just hear skittering. Um, well, the roof of the muck is three floors up now, for us. Um, so I think part of it was um, clashing schedules um, with the like where people ha- are. Like have class all day on Wednesday, and it's like, well, I'm finishing work early. Um, uh, but that's not what happened. We were just very late on a lot of stuff. So reporters miss deadlines, editors miss deadline, paper misses deadline. Yeah, um, big trickle down effect. Yeah, I remember Carrie's first um, production day as EIC. We finished the paper. It was sent, and we just sat. <laughs> in the office was that my first production day <laughs> i think it was or it was just a very difficult one but I mean, we were just sitting yeah, there yeah 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 and she's like are we done I'm like yeah we're done why are we still here i think we what? were just like so about what time was it uh, uh probably about nine nine okay that's Between, not bad that's nine not and bad. ten no i, we probably, I was the one who was there way too we had probably been done for about an hour though and i was we were just mm. like checked out okay oh uh, when jeopardy's on tv that's when you know it's like time to like really get yeah. going yeah um that was our our litmus um mm-hmm. unless somebody changed it to jersey shore yeah that uh, was our sports editor he, yeah uh do you guys how do you guys uh do photo requests these days <laughs> like how so like so you need a photographer to go shoot something right um how do you tell them to go shoot it discord Oh, that's so dope. Yeah. That's so effective. <laughs> that's so we have a Discord server where a lot of this stuff goes on. It was a COVID thing and it just stuck around. Good. Um, oh, that's smart though. Yeah. That is very smart. Yeah. I wasn't here when when COVID happened. I was in high school. But um get out. <laughs> no, get, um. But um so there have been a lot of holdovers from that, including the small office, you know, some of which have just been kept. Like yeah, Discord no. has been wonderful for that's that. That's good. Like, um, we have a production channel, we have nice. um, we have staff chat, um, we have a meme chat. It's... Yeah, that's... You need it. It's... It's... Yeah. It's ridiculous. It, we have a... We have a photo wall now going up in the... In the office. I don't I know if you that, guys like saw the it. Back, the yeah. Well. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, we can go back that's there if you cool. want, because I have to go back there anyway <laughs> to, to finish something up, but um, okay. if you guys want to see that... Uh, I had to print out sheets. Mm-hmm. So archaic, right? print out sheets of paper wow. and write like the date 
do the date of the event the photographer signed wow the description of the thing we uh um, we have a google spreadsheet for that yeah so <laughs> we had not thought that far ahead at that point mm, okay we were operating on like yeah like, yeah, yeah. I, we, that's we, our, our fall our fall budget amazing. so oh. news uh life opinion sports and we have a photography section that's now too delightful the yeah. editor-in-chief kept a list in a notebook of story ideas <laughs> i could not i rely <laughs> so heavily on google Docs. we had, we had google wave for a second google what yeah that <laughs> that no it was, called, was it was you thing. no it was me and aaron we were very very okay, into google use, wave it was that. kind of like an early google discord and um it's named after the short-lived tv show firefly um, <laughs> anyway, that's regardless. Um, uh, photo requests. Photo requests were like a, a demanding thing. That was always wow. a thing that got abandoned. And it's like, why is there no photographer? And it's like, just grab a camera and go. We uh, were supposed to be getting back on video content because we didn't have any last year um, and haven't had much of anything this semester. So we're trying to get back in the role of that. Um, we tried very unsuccessfully to incorporate video and that was when uh flip cams were a thing exactly smile and nod <laughs> don't okay. say it exactly don't, don't say it. what it's got okay what so are it's <laughs> like the size of a like a clunky cell phone clunky cell phone yeah. wait and i then, think i know what those and are and then the screen pops out and it's just it's super simple it's just point and like literally shoot and it's silly it's i think i i think i've seen those yeah we had like a an afternoon of uh, summer afternoon training of trying to make figure out how <laughs> to do video on them and i think they got used maybe 10 times if that it was we were not good at video we didn't have for print media dang it yeah it's like it wasn't <laughs> at that point it wasn't where people who are interested in video were like oh like i'll work for the newspaper because they mm, didn't right that. doing web stories was a chore yeah and it for some seems like it blocks? shouldn't have been so we did we tried we tried blogs. Um, you but tried. We tried blogs. Okay. I feel like we were on uh, College Publisher at one point, and then when we switched to Town switched News, we started doing blogs. Town News, and we used blogs. Yeah, we had a we had um we had an online editor, and that was like a new position. Mm -hmm. Um, and he helped set up a lot of that, and tried to like assign blogs, and like I had a blog about movies, TV. Mine was about wrestling nerd stuff talk to chloe wolf about wrestling it is her favorite sport <laughs> anyway carrie what yes. were some of the most remarkable moments of your not even necessarily your tenure at eic mm -hmm. but your your whole time here um i think um probably the story about the dent there was like a racial situation with a dental school party it um, was blackface yes oh allegedly okay. i was gonna explain <laughs> allegedly <laughs> but yeah it was like the day before thanksgiving or before thanksgiving break um i was opinion editor at the time and our editor-in-chief like called whoever was still around to get everybody together and he was like hey somebody like slipped this package of stuff under the door of the alestal and it was like photos and emails and wow all the stuff about i guess there was i guess it was like a group of students from the dental school who were at a party and they they did blackface and they're like, you guys need to report about this. This is this is awful. And obviously it is. Um, so we were trying to like, figure out, like, like our um, editor-in-chief at the time, he like looked through everything, kind of broke things down and was like, and 
like one person was tasked with trying to get and get administration one person was getting student perspectives one person was doing like another angle of it and he like broke it out into like four or five different people working on the story to make sure that um, like every aspect of it was being covered um like to the best of the ability and not that something that's getting left behind and i think that was probably one of the strongest stories that that came out um during did my we, time did we get an award for that we did i don't remember what it was I, it might have been icpa i know it was submitted okay yeah. we're uh we're going to georgia next week for the cma, oh, CMA. CMA. Nice. yeah not the country music association yeah. college uh, media um, association yeah uh, the better one acpcma <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um ncmc yeah so many so many notes. mass com mass com <laughs> As someone who's never taken a mass comm class and probably never will. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun. Um, yeah. I, I would if I had space, but like yeah, no, I, a I couple it. years from now, I'm going to have 20 credit hours in one semester. Yeah, you've got a demanding schedule, but uh, yeah. um, I don't remember which. Taking mass comm classes as the editor-in-chief, I don't know if you had this experience, mm -hmm. as the editor-in-chief of the Alesto is a bit like being um, uh, the wizard boy who lived. Um, and it's just like, wow, you're the EIC. I'm like, wow, it's not that big of a deal. All I did was apply and take an on-campus job um, and, and run the thing. And I typically didn't tell people I was editor-in-chief. I, I just kept to myself. And... I didn't tell people. The professor told them. Oh. Oh, they didn't do that to me. I got outed. I think they knew I didn't like attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll oh. just kind of throw it out sometimes because I'm like, my my thing that I told the pub board when they were interviewing me was one of my biggest things is I want to try to increase reader interaction and mm -hmm. readership as much as possible because I just, I don't know, personally, last year I felt like I never really saw anybody with an Alestal. Um, yeah. That's always a struggle. Yeah. yeah, and this year it's been different. I don't know if it's just because I'm an editor now or what, but, like, there have been people that have come up to the office and they're like, hey, we I just want to say we look forward to every Thursday because, like, me and my friends get in a group nice. and, like, read the Alessal together, and I'm like, oh, cool, what class is that for? And they're like, no, we just do it because we want to. And I'm like, oh. what? Are, are, are you mocking it? Nobody no. ever told us that. No. Um, the, <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that. People yeah. who read it were usually upset about something. Mm. Yeah. I feel like if that doesn't happen, then you're not doing your due diligence as, yeah. <laughs> as a journalist. That was one of the things, like a, like a weird little badge of pride. Like if somebody gets mad at you, like yeah. you're doing something right. You're doing something right, yeah. I'm trying to think of my first hate comment on on the website i don't know oh <laughs> i wrote an opinion about um uh churches financially and emotionally manipulating their congregations yeah um, yeah that'll do it i yeah <laughs> i got two long long comments um refuting a lot of the things that i said like um how the original word for well what is now homosexuality in the bible was pedophilia in greek um yeah. and they were like no that's not true and i'm like it is. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Do you still get letters to the editor? Or is it's, it really just it's a special occasion. Yeah. Um, we've had that. maybe two or three since I took over. Yeah. Um, I'm really, really wanting more. We had a couple of people ask if they want to guest write for us and, you know, labor laws, but hoping that they can write letters to the editor because we really, really do want that. Um. A lot of people, when they uh, voice their concerns about the press, and we offer the, for them to write a letter to the editor, it's, I don't want you to twist my words in that way. That was a real quote. Because um, they clearly no. don't understand what the point of a letter to the editor right. is. Right. 
Yeah. And it's like, you know, uh, we can't do that. To kind of put a bow on the dental school story, um, oh, right, which kind okay. of segues into uh, Mitch getting their job. Ugh. The night before, so we like, obviously like, did the reporting, story was going to get published. Um, like It was me, our editor-in-chief at the time, Aaron, our photo editor at the time, who I guess I won't name, even though you can look it up and figure it out. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and Mitch and we were like all working, trying to make, make sure this all, all was good to go. And it's like a big bonding experience. We were all really excited because this really solid story was going to come out the next day. We knew it was going to be a big deal, whether positive or negative. And then the next day, um, we find out that our photo editor was arrested from his Cougar Village apartment. And I'll let you... By the, by the uh, Secret Service Cyber Crimes Task Force. Yes. Wow. And it's like, oh, what do they cover? Lifestyle's editor at the time was, like, fully convinced that he's involved with WikiLeaks. And I'm like... it was, like, <laughs> it was right at that time. And it's like, I don't think it's WikiLeaks. So I spent an entire... This is, like, toward finals week. I spent, it was, yeah, it was right before like break. There was, Yeah, we were doing like a review session in one of my English courses, and I spent that entire time just Googling, what what do these people do? What is what is their task force? And then I find, you know, cyber stalking, um, child sex abuse material. Um, and I, of course, yelled out the correct answer accidentally, and everybody was like, no, it can't be that. And then it was three counts. So we're, we're grappling with that for a moment and we're just kind of hanging out in the office we don't have anything to do we're just in the office and tammy says so do you want to be like interim photo editor and i'm like i thought you'd never ask and (laughs) it's just uh it is a very awkward time to be accepting a promotion that that stuck yeah um and i'm like i I do want to be photo editor these are really unfortunate circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, someone has to do the job, though. Someone yeah. has to do it. And meanwhile, while um, they're getting the promotion, um, our editor-in-chief at the time is like, we have to cover this. We have to figure out how we're going to do this. That was my and next question, is what what you guys did for it. We like, went same. to court dates for as long as we could, and then eventually everybody graduated, I think. And he... just kind of fell off the radar. And... Yeah. It, it was just continuation after continuation after continuation. And um, ultimately, I think there was a plea. Um, so, yeah. and I think like as far as like how we covered it, um, I, from what I remember, we just like we made it very clear like yes, this person was a member of our staff. Like we are covering this as if it was any other student getting arrested yep. for these same charges. Like we, it wasn't even a question. It was just how do we do this because we know him, not right. w- should we do this even though we know him. If that makes yeah. sense. Um, did you get like backlash for that as a staff or personally? No, I'm not sure how many people actually like noticed that it happened. Like to be honest, um, I think it's one of those things that's like more of a shock to us. Yeah, I think we, okay. we're probably the, the most affected by it. Yeah, um, but it was like, uh, were were there any hints that this is was a possibility ever? And it's like, if you go into his like Reddit history or like his Quora or history, it's just, like, oh. Hindsight is twenty twenty, isn't Hindsight it? Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, also, like big digital footprint. Um, <laughs> that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. Especially um, today. So yeah. and that was ten was, years ago. That so was yeah. wasn't as easy um, to find either. But like for as terrible as that situation was, I got for, real drunk after that. Yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like as bad as that whole thing was, um, I think that 
like we were all like commiserating together while being separated just because of Christmas break or holiday break. And I think that just helped us not it didn't help us. Like it made us all become closer just yeah. as friends cuz we were like going through this really really right. It's rough thing together. That core group of people who we all went through that with, we we have a group chat. Like, we keep in touch to yeah. this day yeah. like 10 plus years later yeah it's always the worst things that, <laughs> that bring people together yeah a lot of people say like you know you shouldn't be friends with people you work with because you know what if things get awkward and i feel you can't do that to have a functional newspaper i feel like right. not in college yeah not in college like um, anywhere else yeah you can kind of <laughs> like you, you can you're friendly with people you can be friends with them but also it's just the college environment is so different yeah um it's like you have to be a unit. Like you can't do anything without anybody else. Any uh, if a newspaper, if somebody gets fired, just, or get there's another round of like 30, 30 layoffs or whatever it is. Uh, people, they, you just pick up the slack. It's harder to do that in a campus environment, especially when it's something like production day. And if somebody's gone, like yeah, because that 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 could be like a fifth or a sixth of your staff exactly. right there. Definitely become very close with the people you are around, and I. I I haven't even... had that kind of closeness at, at other jobs in post um existence. Yeah, and I remember the um, Aaron, the editor in chief, for me, uh, he <coughs> said at one point that he's like, "This is uh, keep keep in mind this is before the Alessal moved to its current <laughs> current location." But <laughs> he was like, "This is the like the best newsroom you're ever going to work in. This is like the best like staff you're ever going to have," and that holds true to this day. I I have never had. I don't think I'll ever be as close with coworkers as I was at the Alestal because that's just, if you don't form that kind of bond, like you don't choose to form that bond. It just happens. Right. Like we bonded covering a, covering a drag show and student government. Like those were our first two assignments together. Yeah, like same day. Literally <laughs> my very first assignment. Yeah. And it just, it just happens. And if it doesn't, then there's going to be a lot of tension and conflict and it's going to make the whole thing harder. Yeah. But and like sometimes those people get weeded out or forced out in some cases. But yeah, sometimes the newsroom is not a place you want to be. But I that's another thing I've been trying to work on with. I mean, you know, we kind of got half a blank slate. So I guess in a way we were lucky. Had to completely start over with copy editors. That that was fun. That's hard. Um, so we went from I think one reporter to five zero copy editors to three as of tomorrow and we have two photographers now Only we had two. zero at the summer oh. <laughs> the start of the summer yeah is that a we oh, had only two like i five it was the editor-in-chief and then three to four um yeah photographers uh, or the photo editor photo editor three to four photographers okay we have like between um reporters copy editors photographers and illustrator we have 10 spots so, so. they have fewer desks uh, but also like reporters yeah. don't hang out in the office that was a thing um, they're starting to. I didn't get out. There's no room. Um. I, <laughs> I, it's just it like I mean it forces us to all be all be closer. It's a bummer literally. that we don't have a couch anymore. Yeah, we used to have a couch. I've heard nice. about the couch. I'm it very jealous about that. It smelled like grandma. It did. I, Not my grandma. Just, just like grandma, grandma in general. Yeah. Um. But yeah. it was really comfortable. It was really comfortable. I've slept on that couch. I've slept under the desks. You know, when you have to write a review on a movie that isn't great because it's Transformers, 3D, <laughs> and mm. You just crawl on the desk and you pound one out. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We are definitely keeping that in. So that's what happened at the LS till 10 years ago. It wasn't a good movie. 
I mean, at least it was underneath the desk, right? I gave it two stars. <laughs> one was for Alan Tudyk because uh, he's a great actor, and one was yes. for Leonard Nimoy. Um, <laughs> spoilers. That's that's how that review went. Yeah. Gets no stars for the movie itself. I don't know if that's spoilers, considering that was ten years ago. <laughs> Shut. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so with the, uh, little time we have left, we have a segment we like to do called Obsessions. So it's really just anything you've been obsessed with lately, or, um, like a hobby that you've been doing a lot of, maybe too much of, writing Transformer reviews. What are you obsessed with? Um, goats. Goats, okay. Like, I have done, uh, goat yoga twice in, like, like, since April. <laughs> and it's, it is so much fun. Okay. I get giddy around the goats. That's just... <laughs> Are they adult goats or are they kids? They're kids. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like they'll just like put them on you or you can hold or you can hold them and That sounds adorable. Do they ever get like aggressive? Um there there was one uh that apparently gets kinda gets kinda snotty. Mm. But uh and there were a couple little babies that just barely had their, their little horns and they were kinda oh. trying to like knock horns a little bit. Um That's the last cute. time we went. That's but, cute though. But yeah, it's I, I really love goats. That's my current obsession. <laughs> <laughs> when I was, um, I, my grandparents had goats for the longest time. They had ostriches too. That was interesting. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were the dumbest birds. Anyway, um, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> so, I went to a petting zoo with goats, and I was like, I was fairly comfortable around goats because my grandparents had them, and I went up to pet one, and it was pregnant. Oh, and I was like, not, not good. yeah, I was also like six. So you deserved it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, like I wasn't, I, I was like, I just wanted to pet the goat and she charged me. She charged me. How much? A lot. $5. <laughs> that one took me a second too. I'm we're, sorry. we're sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I make those jokes all the time. <laughs> after today, after the last few weeks. I'm really excited for this convention. It's going to be a nice nice time to wind down. Yeah. It's, and it's, CMC's great. Yeah. Conventions are always great. I remember it was our, uh, I think it was 2011 when we were in Sarasota. Uh, yeah, we went we, to Florida. We went to Florida. We just wow. took. We're going to Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> this will be fun, though. Yeah. Um, I remember we just took like a, it was like a two or three hour drive down to the beach just because we were that close and we just wanted to go do it. So it after after one, of the, one day of sessions, we all loaded up in the van and just went to the beach went to the beach and you didn't consider that your pants would get wet in the ocean the ocean I, does tend to do that so the thing was <laughs> we were trying to take pictures we like jump up and and there's a tide uh, and i did not factor all of these things in so my pants were like soaked like almost up to my thighs i had, I had to go into like a surf shop and get pants yeah yeah that happened <laughs> and cmc's great i don't know if i said that already. memories yes. But yeah, as far as like the actual knowledge and things that you can learn at the right, it's really also fun. really good networking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just one of the things that we we always like to do is just wherever whatever wherever they have all of the newspapers, like magazines, whatever, like spread out, grab one from every place. Oh, you can I find. did that. I did that last year. And it's fun just to look and be like, oh god, this is terrible, or oh, like I want to use this idea and just kind of see where you kind of rate on yeah. design and story ideas and things like that with other other papers is really cool it's fun to catch other papers mistakes and be like huh, really we fun, didn't yeah. do that you nerds. <laughs> you nerds um i'm just thinking about what i'm obsessed with 
I can go first if you want. Yeah, yeah go for Nick it. Nick Cage. Oh, I am obsessed with Nick Cage. That's um, been a long obsession. Literally wearing a Nick Cage shirt right now because I'm about to go watch a Nick Cage movie. Um, but yes, I have been obsessed um, with Nicolas Cage for a while. I was going to say Baby Mint, though. Um, I don't know if you've heard Baby Mint on Spotify. Uh, they're not paying me. Uh, there's this Mandarin pop group. I can't <laughs> understand a word they're saying. Um, they, they like sing in like japanese and spanish and english and mandarin i'm like this is amazing that's I impressive love it. what a vibe it's good music um they don't have an album yet they're like their pre-debut um yeah so if they if they make it really big then then you can be like i was one of the first <laughs> yeah one of the first million listens on um <laughs> spotify uh i mean you know, there are eight billion people in the world what are you obsessed with um so mine's gonna be a little morbid um, so my dad's side of the family is from Jacksonville, Illinois. Um, and there's a cemetery out there where a lot of, a lot of my ancestors and relatives are buried, but there's a church out there. And like, I don't go to church anymore. I consider myself spiritual, not religious. That's a whole other thing. But, um, there's a church out there that is on land that my great, 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 great grandfather owned and donated. Oh, nice. Um, so like, I've been wanting to go into that church so much. I like, I like going out to the cemetery. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, your morning doves there. It's it's the best place on earth. Um, but I'd never actually been able to get into the church, and I really wanted to go, and I didn't want to, you know, go for a service for reasons. So um, I just went there because um, I like to write too. Obviously, I'm whatever. I, I, w- I never would have guessed. I, yeah, shocker. I <laughs> work for a newspaper. I like to write, um, but. Like, I, I get a lot of inspiration out there, so I came with, like, I brought a towel and a binder with paper in it, and um, I was going to try to draw some of the, the stones, too, and I limited success. I'm a better writer than I am an artist. Um, but I heard, like, a noise in the church, and I was like, wait a minute, is this, is today the day? And this janitor came out, and I was like, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, hey, do you mind if I, like, take a look in the church? And he's like, no, go ahead. And so I, I just walked in and I was like, I just looked around. And I was like, wow, this is it. Like, this is where, like, you know, so many generations of my family, you know, sang hymns and all that. But like, I was just kind of walking around in there and um, he came in and he's like, so what's your name? And I'm like, oh, I'm Dylan Hembro. And he's like, oh, like all the ones buried out there. I'm like, yeah, those are my family. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't grow up here, but I, you know, the rest of me did. Um, so, um, but no, he, he actually knew some of my distant relatives and we talked about the history of the church and everything. It was just, it was so cool to actually be in there. Nice. Um, yeah. And then um, he left for a little bit because I told him I, I wanted to write and he was like, I'll, I'll leave you to it. So he had to go do his ghost things. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, carpentry things, I guess. But um, so I just, I just sat in there and, and wrote, there was, um, you know how in a lot of churches there's this uh, table and it says like this do in remembrance of me. So I wrote a poem about like you know my family, and I made that the title, and it was nice. it was I'm really proud of it. Um, and then there's a piano in there, and I was like, I haven't played piano in a few years um, because I feel bad taking the ones at Dunham because I'm not a music major. So I I just went and I I grabbed one of the hymn books and just started <laughs> playing, and I was like, this is like this is so cool. No one is in this church right now except me. I don't know. That was That's neat. That's I really guess neat. it's less of an obsession and more like this was such a cool experience. No, be but, obsessed with that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, we also and we also do end on jokes sometimes. Wait, if anybody jokes. has a fun joke. Knock knock. Who's there? I eat mop. I eat mop who? 